Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulullah wa ala alihi wa asabihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Wala hawla wala quwata la billah. We continue this series of bid'ah and the various factions of innovation. And we begin our series with the introduction of bid'ah, ta'rif of the bid'ah. Understanding bid'ah in the language, bid'ah in the deen, the various types of bid'ah, where bid'ah began, and causes of the bid of bid'ah in the lives of the Muslimin. Thereafter, we started with the group al-Ashairah or Ashariya or Ashari. And we began last week with mentioning the creed of the Asha'ira. And we mentioned that this particular innovative sect began with Abul Hassan Ali ibn Ismail al-Ash'ari, who was a descendant of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, the companion of the Prophet sallallahu And we said, we said that he was born in 260 after the Hijra, about 19 or 20 years after the death of Imam Ahmed. And we said the place in where he lived was in Iraq, Basra. And we said he began his tarbiyah or his cultivation upon the creed of the Mu'atazila because his mother had married one of the shiyukh, the head of the Mu'atazila in Basra. We said his name was Abi Ali al-Jaba'i, also known as Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab al-Jaba'i. So we said he began this Abu Hassan al-Ashari, he began this creed, this false creed of the Ash'ariya after he left the way of the Ittizal of that particular sect that was started by Wasil ibn al-Tah, in the time of Hassan al-Basri al-Tabi'in. And we're going to get to their creed, as I mentioned, and speak about it in detail at a later time. So at the age of 40, he started to follow the way of Muhammad Abdullah ibn Sa'id ibn Kulab al-Qattan al-Basri, who also followed the deviant way, but is in between the way of the Antizal and Ahl Sunnah. So then we said later, he started to refute the previous way he was upon from the Mu'tazila and started to look into the books of Rudud, the books of Rudud, especially the books of Imam Shafi'i, because we said that he was Shafi'i in his Furu'ah, in his Fiqh, and in his Usul, on his Aqidah, he was Mu'tazila. So then we said he came across the books of Imam Ahmed also, Rahimahullah. The book, Rad al as well as the Kitab uh, sunnah which is Usullah sunnah So then we said after that, he repented and he followed the way of Ahl Sunnati wa Jama'ah, as Salafiyyin. And he started to sit with the students of Imam Ahmed, 
more specifically, the head of them, Zachariah Asaji. So then we said he started to write books in refutation against the previous beliefs he was upon and making it clear that he was upon the way of Ahl as soon as he was Jamaat. And he started to spread the sayings of Islam, the sayings of the Salaf. And he wrote a book called Al-Ibana and Al-Suladiyana. Then, from there, we, we talked about two particular beliefs of the Ash'ari creed. Which was, the first one we mentioned was that they say Allah is Bila Makan. He's without a place. Allah does not exist in a the place. There's no jihad for Allah, no direction for Allah. They also mentioned that <clears throat> uh, Allah, Azza wa Jal, He's not above, He's not below, He's not to the right, He's not to the left, He's not in front, nor is He behind. So in other words, Allah doesn't even exist. And we bring the evidences for, or the refutation for those two particular beliefs. We mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about himself in the Qur'an, Ar-Rahman istawa al-Arsh. The most merciful ascended over his throne. And we said there are many different uh, uh, verses uh, in the Hadith, I mean the Qur'an, about six that mention this. And we also mentioned what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that he said, يُخَافُونَ رَبَّهُ مِنْ فَوْقِهِمْ but they fear their Lord over them. So we mentioned this verse in the Quran, Surah Al-Nahl. We also mentioned Surah Al-A'la. We also mentioned Allah said, We mentioned that verse also in Surah Al-A'raf. We mentioned Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, We mentioned this as well. You know, so we mentioned various proofs and evidences. From the Quran and the Sunnah, we also mentioned the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when the companion had brought the slave girl that he had smacked to the Messenger. Or he told the Messenger what he had done, and the Messenger said, bring her to me. And he brought her to him. And we said, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asked her, you know, ain't Allah, where's Allah? She said, whatever she said, it's Sama. You know, over the heavens. And as Shaykh al-Dbani, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, said the word fi. Here means Allah, over. Uh, also, uh, another narration says she pointed upwards. So these evidences prove that Allah is over his creation, refuting the belief of the Ash'ari. And we said that is, we should not take this belief as something insignificant because as we mentioned, that they have YouTube videos promoting their belief. And they have masajid, as I mentioned, like in Philadelphia and other than that. And they have a, their da'wah in the prison. And I mentioned to you the books that they've, they've, they've written, they've translated, and they place in the prison. Um, they, they, they also have Al-Azza University. They're in, in Misr, in Egypt. That university is Ash'ari. They, they raise the children upon the Ash'ari creed. And they have ulama who even the common people, Muslim Muslimi, who are not Ash'ari, they follow like Yusuf Qurdawi, who, who Sheikh Mukbil ibn Hadi Wadi'i, rahimahullah ta'ala, he refuted him. He wrote a book called uh, Kibbal Awi, something like this, you know, 
the howling dog, Yusuf Qurdawi, the howling dog, the barking dog, or something like this, on Yusuf Qurdawi, because he, Yusuf Qurdawi, this Ashari, he, 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 he speaks about Allah in despicable ways. Like, for instance, he said that if, if Allah was to come back and run for office, he would not beat the Jews, and so on and so forth. And other things he said. So, this Yusuf Qurdawi, you find there are many common Muslims who, who promote him. Like, there's a masjid here in my area who the Imam said he, he, he uh, supports him. 100%. And this man is Ash'ari. Yusuf Qurdaw is Ash'ari. So he promotes that creed. We say they, they deny the attributes of Allah. So this is the recap from last week. Tonight, inshallah ta'ala, we will continue with this group. And we're going to mention two more of their beliefs. Two or maybe three. Inshallah, it's probably going to take maybe two of inshallah. And I wanted to prepare a test for our brother Abu the Salam to post on online for the people to take the quiz because we want to make sure that the people are uh, keeping up with this, inshallah ta'ala, because this is very important to know the creed of Islam. The creed is very important. No doubt the Arabic language is important. The Quran is important. But the creed is very significant. As the narration mentions that the Sahaba said, we learn Iman before we learn the Quran. And then when the Qur'an was revealed, it increased our Iman. So the creed is important because one can know the Arabic language with, with precision. But if they are part of creed other than the creed of Ahlul Sunnah wa Jama'ah, more specifically as Salafiyyin, then these people take a chance of being in the hellfire. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it clear, He says, in Amanu so Tabakara, if they believe like you believe, then they're got it. Meaning that if you believe like the Kipayans believe, you're got it. And the Mahfum Makhalif of this verse, the Sulafiq principle, the opposite understood, if you don't believe like the Salaf believe, then you're misguided. If you don't believe like they believe, so that means believe in every aspect how they believed in it. So they have a way in how they believed in Allah and the Sifat of Allah, the descriptions of Allah, and the names of Allah. There's a, there's a particular way how they believed in it, and it's derived from the text, from the book, and the sunnah. Allah says, Hatu barhanakum in kuntum produce your proof, your truth. So we have to make sure that our creed is in line with the creed of Ahlul Sunnati wa Jibat. So tonight, inshallah, we're going to take uh, two more deviant beliefs of the Ashari, and the next one we're going to take is their belief that tafsirhum al istawa bil istila or istola, right? That they, 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 their belief, their explanation of the istiwa, the ascending of Allah. We talked about that last week, Allah ascending over his throne. So now we're talking about what they believe about this ascending of Allah. Because they add a lamb. To the Arabic language. They add a lamb, so no longer is Allah ascending over his throne, it means now that Allah has conquered his throne. So he does not ascend over the throne, he's conquered it. And they use these uh, metaphorical terms 
uh, majazin, these metaphorical terms to to uh, to describe several of Allah's attributes. And we're going to understand how the Salaf understood these terms. It's very important. We must understand how the Salaf understood these. How do they take these verses, these ayat, and these ahadith? How do they take them when they sing them? We must understand the way of the Salaf in this, because if not, then we're going to follow a way other than the way of the Salaf. So we're going to take a look at one, their understanding about Allah ascending over the throne. We mentioned that Allah ascended over his throne. But now, how do they perceive this? And also, we're going to look at the uh, Sha'ira, their description of Kalam Allah. What does it mean, Kalam Allah, Allah's speech? What does it mean by this? So we're going to look at, we're going to look at these two elements, inshallah ta'ala. Before I do that, I want to mention a fatwa by Sheikh Ibn Baz, Rahimahullah, that Mufti, who used to be in the Memlaka Saudiya, and to my understanding, he was the only Mufti of that country who was not a part of the family of Sheikh Ham Ibn Abdul Wahhab, which is an indication of his knowledge, indication of his, his knowledge and his prestige and his status. So we're going to look at this, take a look real quick, just of some kalam of the Sheikh in relation to the Ash'ariya, the Ash'ari. Their creed. It's very important. We're going to take a quick look at some of his statements and we're going to get into those two points, inshallah. So the Shaykh, Shaykh Abdullah, Abdul Aziz Ibn, Ibn Baz, Ibn Baz, Rahimahullah, he was asked, Hala min ahl sunnah So he was asked, is the Ash'ari, are they from Ahl-Sunnah? And they hope for clarification in this matter. They hope for clarity in this matter. So then the Shaykh, he said that Al-Ash'ira, indahum ashya' khalifu fiha Ahl-Sunnah. He said that the Ash'ira, there are things with them that differ from the way of Ahl-Sunnah. And he says from that is the false interpretation of some of the ba'da sifat, some of the descriptions of Allah, for whom fi babata will laysu min ahla sunnah. He says, so from the aspect of the interpretation of the sifat of Allah, they are not from ahla sunnah in that regard, because they deny the attributes of Allah, azawajal, and they only accept seven of the attributes in which Allah mentions for himself. And next week we'll talk about those seven, inshallah. Then he goes on to say, because Ahl al-Sunnah, they do not make false interpretation. And keep in mind, when you hear this word ta'wil, when it's used in the, in, uh, in, the, in, in, the, in the previous decades or the previous previous centuries, from, for instance, like Tabari, Qurtubi, those Mufassirin who explained the Qur'an, when they used the word ta'wil, it meant tafsir. But when it's used in reference to these deviant groups, it means false interpretation. You must understand this because you're going to find the earlier uh, explainers of the Quran, they, they use the word ta'wil sometimes. In fact, Tabari, uh, 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 his explanation of the Quran is, is, is called ta'wil. It'll say tafsir. So when they use the word ta'wil, they mean tafsir, explanation. When it's used in relation to our day and time, with the, with the, or, or when it's used in relation to the false ideologies 
it means false interpretation. So he says the Ashaira, they agree with Ahl Sunnah. He's I'm sorry, he said that they differ in Ahl Sunnah in relation to the Bab of of, of the Sifat of Allah. They differ in that. Because Ahl Sunnah don't make these false interpretations. And he said in the Ashaira, they make they go to the extreme. He says, وَلَكَنَهُ مِنْ أَهْلَ السُنَّةِ فِي مَسَائِلِ الْأُخْرَى الَّتِي وَفَقُوا فِيهَا أَهْلَ السُنَّةِ He said, but, but as relates to some other issues, they may have an agreement with أَهْلَ السُنَّةِ And you'll find that some of the people of Bid'ah, they may agree with some of the, the issues of أَهْلَ السُنَّةِ But it doesn't mean that they, they, that they are upon correct guidance. So we have to understand this. And this is how the Ash'ari fool people. Because you'll find them refuting the Mu'tazila. You'll find them refuting the Jabariyyah. You'll find them refuting Kukulabiyyah and the other groups in certain issues. But they're still not with Ahlul Sunnah. They're still not upon that, that minhaj of Ahlul Sunnah, a Salafiyyum. And they claim to be the true Salafi. He said, it goes on to say, he said that it, it is wajib. Al-Mu'min huwa tariq Ahlul Sunnah wa Jama'ah. It is obligatory. Upon the believer, that he is upon the way of Ahlul Sunnati wa Jama'ah. It's obligatory. It's a must. And he says, as relates to Iman bi Asma'ihi, Asma'Allah, Ullaha wa Sifatihi, Al Warada fil Quran al Kurim. Wa hakaza athabata fi Sunnah. So it's incumbent upon the, the believer to be upon the path of Ahlul Sunnati wa Jama'ah. In relation to the Iman, the belief in the names of Allah, all of them, and his, his divine descriptions, as reported in the Quran, the Noble Quran, and also as reported in the authentic Sunnah of the Messenger. And he said, This is very important now. Now he says, It is incumbent that we have Iman biha and that we pass them by. And he says, important that we, those verses that come about Allah's names and attributes, that we pass them by as they come, upon their, meaning upon their apparent meaning, without making tahrif. And you should write this down if you're not familiar with these terms. These very important terms. Tahrif. Tahrif which means distortion. وَتَعْتِلْ which means negation. And inshallah ta'ala, maybe next week when we cover those seven names uh, that the Ash'ari accept from Allah, we'll talk about what these, uh, uh, these terms mean, inshallah. So without tahrif, distortion, without ta'atil, without negation, without taqif, without asking how, without tamzil, Without uh, uh, making likeness, without that will, without false interpretation, interpretation. Also, we can say tashbi, without making similarity. Or we can say also tafwiz, also meaning leaving uh, 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 the 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 uh, the knowledge of it with Allah. And we explain that because Ahl Sunnah make uh, we make we make uh, taf, we make tafwiz with the kafir of the attributes of Allah, meaning how they are. We leave that to Allah, but not the knowledge of it. Whereas though the Khwani Muslimin and some of the other groups, they make tafweez, 
they leave the knowledge and the how of Allah. Well, we know the knowledge of it because Allah tells us. But the how of it, we don't. We don't. So, as I mentioned, these terminologies, inshallah ta'ala, we'll cover another time, inshallah. So the Shaykh said, this is how the Sunnah believes. We believe in the name and attributes of Allah without making tahrif, without ta'atil, without ta'kif, without tanzil, without ta'wil. And I added tashbih and tahweez. Added these. Now, so he said, rather, it's incumbent upon us that we pass them by as they come. كَمَا جَاءَتْ مَعَ الْإِيمَانِ بِهَا With belief in, in them. عَلَى وَجْحَ اللَّعَقَ بِاللَّهِ Upon the aspect which is uh, uh, suitable for Allah. Which is suitable for Allah. Meaning that these attributes, we know Allah has attributes, we have attributes. But they are not alike. They are like in name but not in description. Like, for instance, a clock has a hand, and we have a hand, and a monkey has a hand. But the clock hand is not like our hand, and the monkey hand is not like our hands. Totally different. And it would not be befitting to put the hand of a clock on the hand of the human, hand of the human being. And no, it would be befitting to put the hand of the human being on a clock. And nor to be befitting to put a hand of a human being on a monkey or vice versa. So they all have their own place, their own description. So likewise, Allah has a hand, and it's not like our hand, nor is it suitable to, 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 to make Allah hand like ours or, or his like ours. Or his, his like ours or ours like his. And I hope that's clear. So we'll stop there. Because the Sheikh says some more, but I want to take most of the, the class with this. I just wanted to give you an introduction of what the Ramah say about the Asha'ya, about a particular group. So now we talk about the Istiwa. So we said, Rahman Istiwa al Arsh. The most merciful ascended over his throne. The most merciful ascended over his throne. So the Ash'ari, they say that. Allah, he has no position. And that Allah is not above, he's not below, he's not to the right, he's not to the left, and so on and so forth. So they made ta'wil. And they made ta'atil. And they made, excuse me, ta'rif. All together. So they made distortion of this terminology. They made negation of it. And they made a false interpretation of it. They made false interpretation of it together. So they made tahrif, distortion, they made ta'dil, they made negation, and they made ta'wil, false interpretation, all together when it comes to the uh, ascending of Allah over his throne. So now, the belief of the Sunnah wa Jama'ah is that we mentioned the Kitab and the Sunnah, and I want to clarify something that when we say Kitab and Sunnah, because we talk about interpretation or we talk about explanation of the Qur'an, generally most people say you first use the Qur'an for the Qur'an. If you can't find nothing there, then you use the Sunnah. No. Ulama explained in Shaykh al-Dani more specifically, Rahim Allah, he clarified, he said the Qur'an and Sunnah go together. So use the Qur'an and Sunnah together to explain the Qur'an first. 
And as a side note, the, the Quran is more needed the Sunnah than the Sunnah is of the Quran because the Sunnah explains the Quran as Ulama mentioned. The Sunnah explains the Quran. And Allah said He sent him with the Hikmah. And, you know, the, the ayat, you know, so He can explain them to the people. So, we first used the Quran. So last week we used the Quran to prove that Allah sent it over His throne. So now one may say this is up to one's interpretation. So now what we're going to do, inshallah, and we use the, we use the statement of the Prophet also, sallallahu So now what we're going to do, we're going to use the abwal of the salaf, inshallah. The statements of the salaf to show how the ascending of Allah is an ascending that is real. It's an ascending that is real. It's not something metaphorical. It's not majazin, as the ash'ari say. It is not something that is metaphorical, as Imam Tahawiyah mentions in his book, al uh, Aqidah Tahawiyah. It's not something that is majazin. It's not, you know, it's, it's haqiqi, right? Haqiqa. It's a reality. It's a, it's a true reality. So, first we take a look, a statement of a Sahabi Jalil ibn Nasrud, radiallahu anhu. He said, Al-Arsh fawq al-Ma'a. Wallah fawq al-arsh. It's at the end of this narration. And this is found in Bayhaqi, in, in his book, Asma wa Sifat. And the Senate, the chain of the narration is Hassan, it's good. So Ibn Mas'ud said that Allah, or the, the arsh, the, the throne of Allah, it is above water. And Allah is above the arsh. This is a statement of Ibn Mas'ud. And remember we said in the Quran, Allah says, if you believe like they believe, then you're guided. So it's not just the statements of the Prophet Also the Prophet himself said in the hadith that is mashhur, that is well known. He says, فَعَلَيْكَ بِسُنَّتِي But first he said, He said, مَنْ يَعِيشْ مِنْكُمْ فَسَيَرَى إِخْتِلَافٍ كَذِيرًا For those who live long. And one narration says, بَعْدِي after me, you'll see many differences. فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِسُنَّتِي So stick to my sunnah. And this is still amr. It's a command. وَسُنَّةُ خُلَفَاءَ رَشِدِينَ مَحْدِيِينَ And the sunnah of the rightly guided khalifa, meaning the sahaba. عُدُّ عَلَيْهَا بِنَوَالِ And stick to it. So he says stick to it. 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 He didn't say إِلَيْهِمَا To them, he said to it. Meaning to his sunnah and their sunnah. So when we talk about the asma wa sifat of Allah, the name, the attributes of Allah, which is from Tawheed. And it's very important to know because when you look at any group, most of these groups went astray when it came to Tawheed Asma with Sifat. So we must stick to the statements of the Salaf also. It's not just the statements of the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He told us, stick to his Sunnah and the Sunnah Khulafa Rashidina Mahdiin. So Ibn Mas'ud said that Allah is over his throne. He's over his throne. And Bayhaqi brings it in his book, Al-Asma wa Sifat. And as I mentioned, the chain is Hassan. Also, Suleiman, Suleiman Taymi, Rahimahullah, he says, Lao sa'alta, ain't Allah. He said, you ask, where's Allah? Say to Sama. Say to Sama. And this comes out of the book of Imam Zahabi, who is a student of Ibn Taymiyyah. Rahimahullah, 
Rahimahumullah, may Allah be, uh, be, uh, have mercy upon both of them, in his book Al-Ulu. Al-Ulu. His book Al-Ulu is a book of Tawheed Asma wa Sifat. And Shaykh Al-Dani, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, has a check-in on this book. So in this book, he says that it is mentioned that Allah is over the heavens. Also, we have another statement from one of the Salaf, who was an alam in Khurafan, Muqatil ibn Qiyan. He said that in relation to this, he says about Allah Azzawajal, he says that Allah huwa ala arshihi wa almihi ma'ahu. That Allah Taala that he uh, is over his throne. He's over his throne. And that the knowledge is with him. And he was talking about in relation to where the verse of the Quran in Surah Majadila, the seventh ayah, where it talks about when Allah mentioned there's not three in the private gathering except that he's the fourth. Except he's the fourth. And what he, I'm sorry, what he mentioned here about this is that Allah is over his arsh and that he is with them in his knowledge. In his knowledge. In his knowledge. Not in his physical person. Not in his physical being. He's with them in his knowledge. But he is over his arsh. And this senate is, is, is Hassan. And it comes out of uh, Abu Daoud. Abu Daoud. And the chain is, is Hassan. Also, we have a statement from Imam al Azai, who died in 157 after the Hijra. 157 after the Hijra. And I'm sorry, I can go back to, to give you the dates of the other ones if you want it. You know, maybe you can, uh, well, I'll give you the dates, inshallah. The, the first, the first, um, the uh, the last one I mentioned, Naqatili died in 150 after the Hijra, and uh, Al Azai he died in 157 after the Hijra, and he and he he said that Allah is Al Arshihi, He's over His Arsh, He's over His throne, and He said. وَنُؤْمِنَا بِمَا وَرَدَتْ بِهِ أَسُنَّةَ مِنْ صِفَاتِهِ And we believe in what is reported about him in the sunnah about his descriptions. And this comes out of Bayhaqi in his book, Al-Asma'i Wa-Sifat. And Imam Zahabi, he authenticated it. Imam Zahabi, he authenticated it. Also, we have a statement from Sufyan al-Thawri. Sufyan al-Thawri, who died in 161 after the Hijra. Sufyan al-Thawri, and these are the earliest Salaf, those who, who were closer to the Prophet Sallallahu Like I mentioned, I mentioned the, the, the companion, the Mas'ud, and others, you know, people who were close, people who were coming out of the, the, you know, the era of the, the best generations, and so on and so forth. Sufyan al-Thawri, he said that, who died in 161 after the Hijra, that Allah thawk arshihi. That Allah is over his throne. And he's thawk arshihi. He's over his throne with himself. Meaning that he's, he's there. It's not metaphorical. He's actually there. It was refused the review of the Ash'ari. Who say Allah is not above. 
He's not below. He's not to the right. He's not to the left. He's not in front. He's not in back. So in reality, Allah doesn't, doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. <clears throat> and this comes out of Al-Ibana, not by Abu Hasan al-Ashari, but Al-Sajji, 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 who has a book called Al-Ibana. Like you have Al-Ibana by uh, Imam Baqa, Ibn Baqa, also. Also Imam Malik, Rahimahullah, the Imam of Dawr Hijra, who died in 179 after the Hijra. He said, Allah is Sana. The Allah is over the heavens. And his knowledge is in every place. He is not every place. He's over his throne. And this is an explanation of the verse where Allah says, and Allah is with you, whoever you may be like this. He's with you. Does not mean he's with you physically. And like another verse says, Allah in Surah Al-Baqarah, like the verses that mentions before Ramadan, when it mentions about calling upon Allah, it mentions that uh, Allah is with you. He's closer to you than your jugular vein. The Sufis and other than them, they, they, they try to claim the laws in his creation. No. But that means he's with you, or he's closer with you in his knowledge, in his hearing, in his wisdom. Like this. Well, he's with you, the ma'iyah of Allah, and this is a whole other subject by itself. As Ibn Taymiyyah, he broke down the ma'iyah of Allah. Maybe another time we can talk about the ma'iyah of Allah when we get to that particular Sufi group that talks about Allah being with us. We'll break down the ma'iyah of Allah, what it means that Allah being with you, inshaAllah ta'ala. But Imam Malik, the Imam of the Hijra, who died in 179 after the Hijra, who has that golden chain. And the chain that goes back to Nasi, the free slave of Ibn Umar, to the Prophet sallallahu he said, Allah is sana over the heavens, and his knowledge is in every place. His knowledge is in every place. And there's no place that's free of his knowledge. And this comes out of Abu Daoud. Abu Daoud. And the, 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 the chain is sahih. The chain is sahih. Also, once uh, Imam Malik was asked a question, a man came to him and he said, uh, you know, uh, Ya Abu Abdullah, Ar-Rahman istawa al-Arsh. The most merciful ascender over his throne. istawa? How is the ascending? He said, istawa ma'alum. Wakif ma'akul. Wa'asalu anhu bid'ah. And he turned his head away from this man. He had said he'd seen him no more as being an innovator. Had him kicked out of the study circle. So he said the, the ascending is known. So the man is asked a simple question. How is the ascending of Allah? He didn't deny Allah ascended. He didn't deny this. So what about the Ash'ari who denied the ascending of Allah? This man, he, he accepted Allah ascending over his throne. But he asked the how of it. We don't ask the how of it. And that made him an innovator just by asking about it. So what about if you deny it? So he asked, he said the ascending is known. But the, the, the how of it is unknown. And to ask about it is a bid'ah. Also, we take another statement of Al-Imam Hamad ibn Zayd, who died in 179 after the Hijra. Who died in 179 after the Hijra. When he mentioned that we don't say, Laysa we don't say this. Ya'ni, like the Yahmiya, he said. We don't say this, he said. We don't say that. And that was his statement, so it's clear. It meaning that what we say is that he is over the heavens. He said, we don't say that, 
ilah that there's no deity, no God in the heavens. He said, this is the statement of the Jahmiyyah and like the Ash'ari. And this comes out of Imam Zahabi in his book, Al-Ulu. Al-Ulu, which is a book that deals with Tuhid Asma'u Sifat. Al-Ulu. And the, the chain of Sahih. I mean, it's many more. It's many more I can, I can narrate. We have many more, but we want to suffice ourselves, inshallah ta'ala, with that. Uh, because there's many more statements of the Salaf we can narrate. So I think that we prove the point in relation to the Ash'ari, their creed, that Allah is not above, He's not to the right, He's not to the left, He's in, in so on and so forth, and that Allah did not ascend over His throne, that He conquered their throne, the throne. But listen to this, because it's important to know, because Ahl Sunnah, we say, as Allah said, Produce your proof, you're truthful. And the proof of us comes from the Kitab, with a proper understanding of the Book of Allah, because like Imam Shafi'i said, an innovator has evidence. But how do they understand that evidence? So we don't take the Book of Allah by itself. We take it with the appropriate and proper understanding, meaning the tafsir of the Sunnah. And we take the Kalam of the Sunnah of the Masjid of Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And also the statements of the Salaf that is agreeance to it. But now, this is the way of Ahl Sunnah. So the Ash'ari said they are the true Ahl Sunnah. And they are the true Salafi. And they say that we, the Salafi Yun, who believe like this, and who believe like the Prophet and the Companions, they say that we are, we are Catholic, we are disbelievers. But listen how and where they got this understanding of Istiwa. Listen very carefully. Can they make a claim on us? But they added the lamb to it, which means Allah did out of sin, he conquered the throne. They got this understanding from a Christian poet, who when he wrote about the leader, when he took over Baghdad, and he used the word istiwa in it to explain how he came into Baghdad. And he used the word istiwa not to mean he ascended, that means he conquered Baghdad. Baghdad, and he conquered it. So they use the word istiwa, this Christian poet, istiwa, an istiwa, the ascending, they use it to mean uh, conquering. So the Ash'ari, they use it as their proof. And they say, they say that they mentioned the poet, the Christian poet, how he mentioned the, the, the person when he, when he came to Baghdad and he conquered it. They use the word istiwa, and they use it to mean, you know, that he conquered, but, but the lamb was not added there physically, but it was there in meaning. So this was their proof to mean that istiwa means to conquer and not to ascend. So they didn't use any evidence except a Christian poet statement about a human being taking over a, 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 a country. So where's the call of Allah, call of Rasul? The understanding of the self in this matter. So they have no evidence. They have no evidence. So they did not suffice themselves with the adilla, with the evidences. Well, as soon as it was Jama'ah, we suffice ourselves with the, with the evidences and the authentic statements of the Prophet Wasallam. We don't use unauthentic narrations intentionally. We don't use narrations that are da'if, that are matruq, and like this. We, we use, the, we use the, the, the narrations that are sahih, that are, that are authentic from the Masjid of Sallallahu Wasallam. So the next statement we're going to take, the next, we have like about uh, seven more minutes, inshallah, and we conclude, and I hope that I wasn't going too fast with my anticipation and my excitement 
in this topic that I hope that my statements are, are made clear and, 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 and not too uh, ambiguous or not too confusing or, or like I mentioned, they're not wadih, and I hope that they are. Because the message of Allah says, قَتَرَقْتَكُمْ عَلَى بَيْضَى لَيْلُوحَا كَنَّهَارِيحَا لَا يُزِيغُ عَنَّ عِلَهَاكَ I left you upon clarity. And none leaves it except that he's destroyed. So I hope that I'm leaving you upon clarity in Allah Ta'ala A'lam. So the next thing we're going to talk about is the negation of the kalam of Allah. The kalam of Allah. Because they believe that uh, Allah doesn't speak. And in different groups, as it relates to the kalam of Allah, some negate the kalam altogether. Some accept it, like the Ash'ari, they accept the kalam of Allah, the statement of Allah, but they have a false interpretation of it. So, as in the book, Qamus al-Bid'i, that we're using, which is a compilation of the statements of Shaykh al-Bani, and primarily it just brings uh, the point in which they deviated, and where it came from, and which book it came from that he used. And sometimes it doesn't really bring the explanation, so we just add the explanation on, and sometimes it, it, does, it does bring some ta'aliqat. But nonetheless, the Ash'ariya, or the Ash'ari creed, is that they, they believe that in relation to the sifat of the Kalam Allah, that Allah does not speak. Or He has speech, but the speech is in Himself. The speech is in Himself. But they believe, they say, بِأَنَّهُ كَلَامْ نَفْسِي قَدِيمْ so they believe that the, 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 the speech of Allah is something that is himself, that's eternal, that is not heard to anyone, the malaika or the messengers. This is what they believe. This is what they believe. And they believe that his speech, of course, is, uh, uh, they believe that it's, uh, that it's, it's eternal. But they believe his speech has no harf and no salt. It has no letters, nor does it have any sounds. So they say Allah speaks, but it's not heard. They say it's not heard from anyone, from the creation. Not the angels, not the prophets, not anyone. And it's a speech that's in himself. It's a speech that's in himself. And it, it, it doesn't have any harf, any salt, any sound, and no letters. So it's not just sufficient to know this is what they believe. You have to be able to bring the evidence of why that is not correct. This is the way Ahl Sunnah. This makes our dawah strong, and we should we should we should memorize these evidences. We should know we should and not just memorize them, but have the understanding because ulama uh, say you bring both together: the understanding and memorization. But if you cannot bring bring both together, understanding takes precedence. But it's important. You should not debate with these people. You should not debate with them because unless you unless you equip, unless you equip, unless you have the ability to refute their misguidance, if you're trying to bring one of them to the to the dawah, but we don't get on the stage and set up a, a, a debate between us and them and bring people in because no, because what happens is that confuses the people because if they bring an argument stronger than the one who's upon the minhaj of the silif, and they make him look like he's deficient in his knowledge. 
Then those people in the crowd, they're going to become confused and they're going to leave them that way and follow the way of the Ash'ari. So we don't open up the, 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 the can of worms in a big public debate. No. If we have the ability, we, we see them, we see some people who follow their belief, and you have that ability, you know, the evidence is for Kitab and Sunnah, you're on that level, then you, 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 you convince that person that they're upon is falsehood with clear, with clear evidence. You make it clear. You leave no room for doubt. No shack, Laraib. Nothing. You don't leave any room for any doubt. Right? No shubha or shubahat. Any doubts or any doubt. So it's not sufficient to know that they have a deviant belief. We must also be able to prove that it's wrong. So they say Allah doesn't speak. Or he has a speech. They Rather, he has a speech, but the speech is in himself. It has no sound. No harf. Let me bring you the evidences in relation to this. So if we look in the Quran and the Surah Fatih, the 47th Surah of the Quran, the 15th ayah, I'm sorry, 48 and 15, Allah says, وَإِنْ أَحَدٌ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ أَسْتَجَارَكَ فَأَجِرْهُ حَتَّى يَسْمَعَ كَلَامُ اللَّهِ So Allah said, I'm sorry, in Surah Tawbah, I'm sorry, Surah Tawbah, Surah Tawbah. And so the Tawbah, the sixth ayah, Allah says, So, in ahadum min mushrikeen. So, if one of the mushrikeen is tijaraka fa'ajirhu hatta yasma'akilam Allah. If one of the mushrikeen uh, uh, seeks from you protection, then give them protection so they may hear the kalam of Allah. Yasma'a kalam Allah. This is what Allah said. Yasma'a kalam Allah. So they may hear kalam Allah. So this proves the ninth surah, the Tawbah. The ninth surah, the sixth ayah. Because the Ash'ari says the speech that's, that's in himself. And it, 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 it's not heard by anyone from the angels or the prophets. No one can hear his speech, they say. But Allah says in his own book, if a pagan comes to you, Seeking your protection, then give him protection until hatta yasma'a kalam Allah. Until he hears the kalam of Allah. So Allah made it clear here his speech can be heard. This is wadih. It can't get any clearer. It's so, I mean, it's crystal clear. And then another verse, Surah Fat, as I mentioned before, the, uh, 48th Surah, the, uh, the 15th ayah, Allah says, and yubedilu kalam Allah. They wish to change kalam Allah, the speech of Allah. They wish to change the speech of Allah. So it's proved the Quran is the speech of Allah. Well, it's a makhluk. It's not created. Okay, he said they wish to change, meaning the book of Allah. They wish to change, but Allah called it kalam Allah. They wish to change kalam Allah. It was to change the speech of Allah. Also, Allah says in Surah Araf, He says, Kalamahu Rabbahu, Minabam Musa. Kalamahu Rabbahu. Once again, Kalamahu Rabbahu. In Surah Araf, the seventh surah, the 143rd ayah, that his Rabb spoke to him. Minabam Musa. His Lord spoke to him. So, Allah spoke to Musa, meaning that it has 
you know, it, it has sound. It can be heard. Also, Allah says, also in the fourth surah, the 164th ayah, but tell him Allahu Musa takalinan. And Allah spoke to Musa. And Allah spoke to Musa. And the Sufis changed the Dhamma to Fatta. And they said, Kalam Allah ha Musa takalinan. So no longer is Allah the speaker, Musa becomes the speaker. Some of the Sufis changed the Dhamma to Fatta. So no longer is Musa the speaker, they tried to, I mean, it's Allah the speaker, Musa the speaker. They tried to deny Allah speaking. And they say that Musa is the speaker now, not Allah. But Allah says, Kalam Allahu Musa Taklimin. That Allah spoke to Musa. And then this last proof we're going to give, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to stop, is the narration of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We tried to call the Mushrikeen pagans to, 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 to the da'wah, to the hajj. And what did the Messenger say? He says, Who is willing to give me asylum? So that I can't convey the speech of my Rabb. The speech of my Rabb. For the Quraysh have prevented me from conveying the speech of my Rabb. He said it twice. The speech of my Rabb. From conveying the speech of my Rabb. And this hadith can be found in Tirmidhi. You can say Tirmidhi with a Ketra or Tirmidhi with a Dhamma. Either way is correct. And Ahmed. So in closing, we're going to say that the kalam of Allah is in reality. Haqita. Haqiti. It is real. It is not majazin, as the Ash'ari say. It's not metaphorical. It's not metaphorical. And next week we're going to see about the other descriptions of Allah and what they make, like the, 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 the amazement of Allah, right? The pleasure of Allah. And so on and so forth. The, 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 you know, the, the laughing of Allah. And be careful because there's, there, 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 there are translations of Sahih Muslim. And right now, I can't remember the exact one. I read it many years ago by a Pakistani guy. Something Muhammad something. I don't know if it's Muhammad Sharif something, but it's Muhammad something. And when you look in that, that, those hadith of Muslim, of course, no doubt we know Sahih Muslim is authentic. But, the translator, when he translated, he metaphorically explains the attributes of Allah, such as the ones I just mentioned, the Ash'ari, that they negate or they, 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 uh, they misinterpret and they give it another meaning. So you have to be very careful because when you read the translation of Sahih Muslim, and now you say, okay, it's Sahih Muslim, how do you the messenger? But now you look in the explanation, the footnotes, you see they explain away these descriptions of Allah. And you may take this away and have a deviant belief, not even knowing it, not even knowing you upon the way of the Ash'ari. And the Ashtawa Sifat of Allah is with them. Very important to know that. So, so you have to be very careful, very careful, very careful. That's why you must stick to the ulama and the creed of Ahl Sunnah and, gra- and ground yourself in it. You know, and don't, and, don't, and don't be hasty, don't rush and try to go through these other issues, these branches, and those things that sound good. Oh, well, you know, it's kind of like Brother Ahmed, Brother Zaid, you know, he has this, his ilm and, and fiqh and like this and, and sharia. You know, he can bring all kind of rulings and, and no, ground yourself in aqidah. Ground yourself in tawheed. They said to every nation, a message that calls to the worship of Allah and avoiding the things that are worship of Allah. Ground yourself in the aqeed of Allah. Understand the kalim of la ilaha illallah. Understand the ma'ana. La ma'abu bi haq illallah. 
Understand the that understand the 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 pillars, the arkan, nafiw is that. Understand the maqtada of la ilaha illallah, right? And so on and so forth. Understand shrut la ilaha illallah. Build yourself upon these things. Then understand tuhid, lugat al istilahin. Understand the the aqsam al tuhid, the division tuhid, right? Understand them. Understand the relation of tuhid arubiya with tuhid arubiya. Understand it. You know, understand, you know, the two types of Tawheed, which are actually the three divisions of Tawheed. Understand it. Understand what they mean in detail with the evidences. Understand these Kawaid of Tawheed. Tahrif, Ta'atil, Tashbih, Tamzil, Tafweed, Ta'wil, Wakadak. Understand these things. Ground yourself in that. Understand what the Salaf says. And then once you ground yourself in that, then you, then you go into understanding how those groups deviated in. Understand every group. Jabariya, Qadariya, Mu'atazila. Uh, the 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 Jamis, the Ashariya, or like this, the Khawarij, and the different groups in the Khawarij, and the Shia, and the different groups from the Shia, because some of them have different groups from them, and they understand the Tablighi and Sufiya, Jamaat Jihad, you know, ISIS and Nusra, and all these different groups, you know, Qaeda, and and so on and so forth. But first, ground yourself in these issues, the basis of the Aqidah, and then once you do this, then you you know, Inshallah Taala, you be safe and sound. You you upon a, a, a firm, a firm like Allah said, you know that you know man yafur bitahut wa yu'min billah. Whoever rejects the tahut, it's the Baqarah two two fifty six. And, and and believe in Allah, they grabbed onto a trustworthy handhold that will never break. This kalima la ilaha illallah, like Ibn Abbas said, you know, explain it to Ibrahim. It's like the, you know, it's like it's like the branches that reaches to the heaven, and is and 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 the roots. Are firmly planted in the ground. He said, "This is the killing of Laila Allah." You never told Allah that Amanu be kala zabit fil hayat adunu fil akhirah. The law. He explained that verse meaning that that Allah will make firm those who have a firm word in this life and in the akhirah. That's the killing of Laila Allah. Killing of Laila Allah. So ground ourselves in that. So we won't be misled by these people. These people are misleading people. They're misleading people. You know, and I know people personally who are ashari. And now, how many lives they're telling you? They was in Syria studying, and, and they didn't know. And they, 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 their sheikh was teaching the Ash'ari way. And they had to be detoxed. Alhamdulillah. Walillah alhamdulillah. So I know people who have, these, who have these beliefs. You know, so we have to make sure that we understand them properly. So with that, subhanakallahum biyamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha ilayant. Saqfuru kutubu alayk. Aqhuna qawli hadha. Astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Wa nasallahu tawfiq wa dabat. Anything I say is correct. Wallah from Allah alone. Anything I said from a mistake is for myself. I'm saying it's myself and the shaitan. So with that, we say, Hafidhukum Allah, and kulli shawa tzkhanakum fasih janatihi. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And please forgive me once again from any speech impediment, any uh, stuttering, or anything that was not clear. May Allah accept it from me and accept it from you. And I thank my brother, Abu'ad al-Salam, Ajoyaini, you know, my ustaz, my elder in knowledge, and I thank the brothers and sisters there, Masjid Bukhari, and those who are online for this mutual benefit, this mutual uh, gathering and participation. We hope that Allah Azza wa Jal uh, benefit us all by it. Barakallahu feekum.